Welcome to the Public Relations Global Network's 30th Anniversary Podcast. I'm Adrian McIntyre. And I'm Abby Fink, Vice President General Manager of HMA Public Relations in Phoenix, Arizona, and a founding member of PRGN. With public relations leaders embedded into the fabric of the communities we service, clients hire our agencies for the local knowledge, expertise, and connections in markets spanning six continents across the world. Our guests on this limited edition podcast series are all members of the Public Relations Global Network. They will discuss such topics as workplace culture, creative compensation, and succession planning, the importance of sustainability, and environmental, social, and governance programs, crisis communications, and outside-of-the-box thinking for growing your business. For more information about PRGN and our members, please visit prgn.com. And now, let's meet our guest for this episode. Hi, I'm Christina Ryder. I come from the, my agency, Scandinavian Communications. We are based in Copenhagen and Stockholm. Christina, I wanted to talk a little bit about crisis communications. And as a public relations practitioner for uh, 30 plus years now, crisis has been a part of the service offering. And I'm always intrigued when the when we engage our executive level teams with the client in those conversations and as much about the planning and preparation that we need to do. And it's a different kind of conversation than when we're actually actively involved in a crisis. So talk a little bit about that important role that we play and what our CEOs should be thinking about when they're preparing for crisis communications. Absolutely. I will say that when uh, a crisis hit, you need to uh, act very fast. And therefore, it could be a good thing to have uh, someone from the outside, an advisor, to help you see everything in another perspective. So I think that, um, oh, that would be my suggestion that you have a team of uh, four vital roles. And in within one of these roles, you need the advisor. So however, um, however your organization is, um, is looking, that of course would depend um, on uh, how you're going to tackle the crisis. But uh, in any situation, the CMO must be, you can say, the one of the key players, what I call the key leader, of course, um, because the CEO would be the one taking uh, the key decisions, cutting up the messages, uh, being also the um, spokesperson. Is it your recommendation that the CEO serve as the spokesperson, or do you find that the the mo- maybe more appropriate for them to be in the room, but put the responsibility of speaking publicly to someone else on that team? I think that um, the CEO must always be part of the team. But I will say that you might need a, a team maybe of two, th- three uh, key leaders that could take, and one of them could take the role as your spokesperson. Uh, in my opinion, you you need to have the CEO as the front person to just uh, be the head of um, the company and to show people both inside and outside uh, uh, where you stand, you're the head of the company. But in some cases, of course, you can pick a communications, um, not a advisor, but your um, head of communications to take that role. But it, it, in a crisis, I think it, it needs to be the, the leader that steps forward. So 
so absolutely, um, I would advise you to to pick the CEO as the spokesperson in a crisis. One of the things I, as advisors to the CEOs is is planning ahead and that we want to have these conversations before a crisis hits. So when we recognize that, you know, and I, I think this applies to no to a client, no matter what size they are, it could be a, you know, a small boutique organization or it could be a large, you know, corporation being prepared for the crisis before a crisis is probably the most important. And that might be where it gets a little more difficult to get the CEO to sit in the room with you Absolutely. because they're off running the business. Yeah. And so some of these other members of the executive team may play a role in advance. So talk a little bit about preparing and the conversations we should be having about that prior to the need for a crisis, you know, implementing. I think what you can always do is prepare your team. So uh, whenever a crisis hits, that you actually know who, who, who are the key persons that would be involved in solving this crisis. So you have what I would call the communicator, the crisis communicator. That might be someone from the inside having a lot of experience in tackling difficult crises uh, early on. But this could also be then the advisor, crisis advisor, and often it will be someone like us taking that role because, uh, of course, as an outside advisor, you have you have tried um, a lot of different uh, handling of crisis, a lot of different um, things uh, for clients. So you might have a, a better perspective and maybe also could be a bit more calm in these situations. So uh, the the crisis communicator must be someone experienced in handling crisis, must also could give um, some, you can say, calmness to the whole team because often it's just uh, everyone is kind of um, a bit uh, <laughs> stirred up, you can say. So it, it's, it could also be... Um, Important to have someone from the outside that is maybe not that um, emotional involved in a crisis. So um, that would be someone you you could be prepare in advance, internal or external. Then, of course, the key leaders, as I mentioned earlier, could be maybe a team of two or three where the CEO is one. But also you need uh, to team up with something that have maybe a more analytic, a clear view on the situation is uh, maybe used to taking decisions quick um, in difficult areas. Um, so, um, and maybe if you have, it depends on, of course, your organization, size of organization. You might also have someone that is expert in the internal communication that needs to address the communication towards uh, your um, employees because I think it's always very important to handle the internal communications in a crisis as a first step, communicating the vital messaging before you go out in the world. Of course, uh, when it all happens so fast, you need to kind of do this simultaneously uh, or at the same time. Um, but uh, you need to um, to get these messages um across to the internal employees before you go out. Well, and I think that's critical is the internal audience. And oftentimes the company itself, the CEO, the executive levels are very focused on the external, what is being said in the media, what is the the shareholders or other influencers saying. But as your internal team, these are the folks that are living in this at the moment and they need to be 
communicated with and about and for the same way and and maybe just a couple steps ahead of what we're doing publicly because nobody serves as an ambassador more for your organization than the people that work for you. And if they're brought in and trusted with this information, it will go a long way in putting out the, the crisis information. Absolutely. Christina, you've written on this topic and one of the roles you identified there was the media manager, someone to really watch what's being said, report back on what's being said, and also engage with the media That might seem obvious to many PR professionals, but I also guess there's probably some nuance to why that role is so critical that may not be immediately clear. Why is that one of the essential roles? Absolutely. So we have, like I said, the crisis communicator, we have the key leaders, and then we have, as you say, the media manager. And that is because when when these crises are going on, we need, sometimes it can be a full-time job, uh, when the crisis is going out to handle media, to proactively communicating actually uh, the bad things. And that might seem uh, a little, um, that might not have, <laughs> that might not be something that you really want to do, but actually it's uh, sometimes could be quite important to control the crisis by telling the bad story yourself, right? So, because in that way you can control the messaging, the whole narrative about uh, what has happened? What are we going to do about it? So in, in that way, you need a person that proactively can push the story as we would normally do uh, as PR people. But this is actually, you can say, pitching a crisis story. Um, but in this way, you can kind of frame it. So also you can control the communication around it. And of course, then handle whatever sto- whatever questions will come at you in a more... Um, uh, in a more defensive role. So um, you also need to work not only on the proactive messaging, but also uh, on what we call defense messaging. We work with scenario planning then where we um, think of every possible scenario and every possible question and then work to answer these type of questions. So when media call, you you are prepared. And this group of key leaders, that would be your spokespersons internally, externally, then you need to media train these uh, people so that everyone is uh, telling the same uh, story, giving the same answer. So, And of course, also handling social media. That's just, uh, of course, a huge thing. And um, it's not really something we can control in the um way we used to uh, because things are going so fast. So um, so that's more of seeing what is uh, coming at you and then give an immediately a response to that. So that's why it can be very much a full-time job and a very important role to have what we call the media manager. And as the fourth, I will say, role in the whole crisis communications team would be the advisor. Um and as I mentioned also earlier, that uh, could be the crisis communicator, communicator, the one that has the experience with crisis. Maybe you have someone like that internally, but under all circumstances, you need to have uh, someone from the outside that has your back, that can help you with the messaging uh, and also, of course, uh, have this outside view because uh, if it's a team only of insiders from your own company, then uh, often you will just uh, see it um, um, in in a little uh, less broad perspective that might um, give you problem handling uh, 
the thing uh, as successful as if you also have uh, someone from the outside uh, looking uh, looking at, at all the perspectives and also helping you create what this narrative about uh, how are we going to tackle this crisis? What are we going to say about why has this happened? What are we going to do about it? The the objective viewpoint of that outside counselor and advisor, I think, is so critical. And I think the final step in in all of that is is what has to happen post crisis, right? So now that we've weathered the storm and we have come, what we hope is to a a resolution, and and we are back to business as usual. What is your advice for you know the the post crisis analysis. We need to take a look at what happened and and learn from not only what the crisis was, but operationally how we responded to it. Absolutely. I see it as a, you can say, circular process. So when you have a crisis and you then get used to tackle this, you have your team, you have a kind of a process that you can go through. You look at the scenario planning, you do your messaging um, and you see the response and then you can learn from that and uh, actually do then your crisis communications preparation for the next time. I, I will al- always advise you to kind of uh, do the preparation in advance, having this crisis communication set up. But I know also uh, in the real world, often people will, um, they will just start to work with the crisis when it happens. So, uh, of, but of course, my advice would be, as much as you can prepare, you 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 should, because eighty percent is is preparation and twenty percent is action. But you will come more much more successful out if you prepare. So, thanks for listening to this episode of the Public Relations Global Network's thirtieth anniversary limited edition podcast series. You can find all the episodes now in your favorite podcast app. Episodes are also available on our website, along with more information about PRGN and our members at prgn.com. 